He grew up eating rattlesnake meat, drinking homemade brew. The folks here about call him Gator, and everybody knows him well. Meanest man ever hit the swamp, folks swear come straight out of hell. Hello and welcome to another drive-in double feature. I'm Ryan. I'm Nathan. And this is the podcast where we talk about two movies a week every Tuesday and Thursday. But before we continue this podcast, we have a Patreon over at patreon.com slash drive-in double feature podcast. If you want to give us a support Uh, We're posting little bonus episodes. We're playing some fun games, off-the-cuff conversations between Nathan and myself and a friend or two now and then showing up. But, hey, please come over and support us. If you don't, it doesn't affect regular content, and we appreciate you nonetheless. But getting back into this episode, we're continuing Burt Month, Burt Reynolds Month, with the sequel to White Lightning, 1976, Gator, directed by the man himself burt reynolds makes his directorial debut with this movie mm-hmm. and yeah, which is which is funny because he wasn't he didn't want to be in this movie until he was asked to direct this movie <laughs> yeah he uh and you know what i think i'm gonna say it i think this movie improves upon the original he did it he did it better than the original Okay, okay. I think it was about on the same quality for me, is what I would say. Well, I I will say I didn't love this movie, but I did think it was better than White Lightning. There are some lulls in there, but I do like that this, like I said, Burt Reynolds, he definitely had a lot more creative control. He added a lot more personality into this movie because, I mean, for me, White Lightning, I mean, other than like the other like the, some of the car chases that were in there, it was a pretty dull movie, I thought. Mm-hmm. Um, and I couldn't tell you anything about any of the characters, really. And I'll, the other thing, too, I'll say is that this movie, for me, is it's a sequel in name only. But Yeah, you, you, have to, you, you can have zero prior knowledge and be completely fine watching this. Well, no, I was going to say they, they ditch, like, everything from the first movie. Yeah, they really do. Like he ha- he has a daughter now. Yeah, uh, he's, got a, he's got a daughter who we never even knew of. There's no returning characters in it, and the only even his dad, like his dad, is in this movie, but it's a completely different character. Like in White Lightning, his dad was like this normal normal guy, like country guy that was working on a farm type of thing. And this one, you know, he's it's the it's the old guy from. Uh, the longest yard and he's just like no like dag nabbit you you son of mine like yeah it's super weird i thought that was so weird too but you know i I honestly don't mind it It was probably better to close off ties with that movie and just be like we're doing our own thing here but my yeah i just i i don't know why they even bothered making it a sequel though i mean that is true they they literally could have called this movie anything else and then just given his main character a different name and it would have been the same thing. Yeah, I mean, it's called Gator McCluskey. You can't get rid of that name. They were just like, that name is too good. We can't lose it. I guess so. I mean, I they, they proudly showed that name, Burt Reynolds. He's got Gator printed right on his belt buckle so that way you know what his name is. 
but no, they yeah they in it's one of those movies where the character gets named so much nobody goes like he or you it's always like gator they always are saying his name in conversation oh yeah I was like, oh, Gator, Gator. I just need to hear that so often. I yes. Mean, it's, uh, you know, it's it's kind of like, a, I don't know how you describe it. It's kind of like, I, for me, it kind of feels like a precursor to what Smokey and the Bandit becomes, where okay. it's, uh, there are some funny moments in there. Um, there's a lot of car chases. And in fact, again, the director of, Smoking the Bandit, Hal Needham, is also working on this movie. So That's he funny. pretty much just follows Burt Reynolds wherever he goes. And I think that was like his, his main stunt guy. So, uh, but, you know, Burt Reynolds, um, he's, he's back in there. You know, he's, he's, uh, there's a boat chase, there's car chases. Yeah. Yeah, it's all there. And I will say that he does have more of a personality in here. This is more on the lines of the Burt Reynolds. You know, he's got the laugh. He's got the stash. He's got everything going on. Yeah, I mean, he's kind of like that. He's got that country cool type of look where he's just like, that's kind of like, I guess, what people were looking for. They were just, like we've said before, that they were kind of looking for that man's man type of character. It was mm-hmm. just like, he's kind of, he can pretty much do everything. Uh, he likes to drive fast cars. He loves shacking up with a bunch of different women so it's just yeah. kind of like the ultimate character where like a guy could be like yeah that's that's what i want to be like yeah and he even has that fantasy that some people have for some reason and this is at the end of the movie where he's like i wish i was born a hundred years ago back when they had no style and it's like <laughs> what <laughs> But then the woman that he's saying that to is like, what are you talking about? <laughs> like, right to him. Which the woman, Nathan, she was in American Gigolo. Yeah, Lauren Hutton returns, a uh, fashion model. I guess this is her first big role, her first huge role. Because I saw her and I'm like, wait a second. I know who that is. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, that's pretty uh, fast turnaround because that, you know, like for getting an, a recurring actor in here, and I didn't even know that is a. Uh, very interesting but yeah i as soon as i saw her because there's a shot with the newscast because she's a she's a reporter i was like who is that i know that person it's like oh yeah we just watched american chicolo so yeah uh speaking of returning faces uh one guy that is going to be a returning face and other burt reynolds movies is jerry reed uh Mm. country singer actor um, and he does the main theme song to Gator, and which is it's decent, you know, it, it, nothing, nothing it's, memorable. It's the plot of the movie. It's kind yeah. of funny that the song is the plot of the movie. Yeah, no, it's fine. I don't, I couldn't quote it right now. That's how little I remember of it. But uh, they do say Gator. They do, yeah. And uh, uh, that character's name is Bama. I love Bama it. McCall. Bama McCall. Yeah, that's good. That's a good. See, they just they're full of good names in this movie. Oh, and that's the other thing, too. This movie takes place in Georgia, despite it being set 100% in Arkansas, the last movie. <laughs> so, yeah, yeah. They just totally moved over to a different state. Which, um, um, I think that was more of a personal choice because Burt Reynolds does love Georgia and Florida. He loves, He's all about the 
Florida, Georgia lifestyle. So I think that was pretty much intentional on his part. I could see it. And I mean, it's something like that where we get the airboat chase or just the boat chase at the beginning of the movie to set everything up, you know, just fits with the setting. Um, you know, that, that boat chase is pretty nice. There's like a good crash through a building and everything. It's, it's not a bad little chase. No, yeah, it's, it's definitely a lot more. I mean, I don't know. I feel like the, the chases in this one happen a lot more frequently than it did in White Lightning. Because White Lightning, I was just like, well, there was the one in the beginning of the movie. There was one where they're doing like the whiskey run and then the one at the end of the movie. And I feel like that was it. And yeah. this this one felt like it was a lot more frequent. It felt like um, there was a lot more action and so much so, in fact, that I think at times it was kind of like, oh, this is kind of like a tonal mishmash because there's like some really violent scenes in this movie that I was not expecting at all. Yeah, I totally agree. I, I don't know what quite what this movie was going for because, you know, it, it, I think about the last movie we talked about, Longest Yard, where like, it, you know, it was silly, but it knew when to take itself seriously. This is just like, oh, we're really, really silly. Like when this movie's funny and trying to be jokey, it's really going for it. But then it'll just be like next scene, like we're, we're taking this very seriously, very violent. <laughs> oh, yeah. Because like uh, the comic relief character is like a federal agent who's played by this yeah. overweight New York guy. And yeah. he's in Georgia. So like the joke is, you know, it's kind of like a fish out of water type of thing. And because they're trying to go after um, Bama McCall, um, who's a cr- very corrupt guy. He's got his finger on the town. And uh like I said, he kind of sticks out like a sore thumb, like during the boat chase scene, you know, he's kind of like in the boat and he's sinking. He's like, dang it, Gator, I'm going to get you, you know, just, um, but uh, then later in the movie, spoilers, he gets violently <laughs> murdered. Like he, he gets, gets like, like he just gets like blown away, like just blood yeah. splattering kill. <laughs> Take, it took me out by such surprise. Cause it, the shot is like him, right? like uh sitting in the chair right and he gets blasted and just like gets thrown back and this is like a character who literally just had like banter with another one not long before this yeah because there are there is like an older woman that's in here too and the joke is too she's fallen in love with this like new york guy so it's kind of like this haha type of moment and Mm -hmm. uh so after he gets blown away uh the bad guys set fire to his house um, and then the woman they throw the woman back in there and she gets engulfed in flames and you just hear like her like screaming in pain yeah, this comedic character she's like a crazy cat lady that's like her joke I thought that was so interesting and talking about tonal mismatch the scene the big scene with her is so goofy where they have to break into the government building <laughs> It's so funny because I was not expecting that at all. And I'm just like, are they really going for this? Like, yeah. It's like a jokey spy movie. They're sneaking around and she's like, I got to take my cats with me. So they're carrying cats as they're breaking into this. It was yeah, silly. just Im- imagine like a regular heist movie, but somebody's like, I got to bring my cats with me. And they're really noisy. And they're just, they're just like, you just hear a bunch of meowing and they're just, they're there for no reason. Yeah. And then when they get to the thing they need, it's like giant gigantic books just sitting on like a desk that they have to Xerox. It, it is so silly. I, 
I love this scene. I do. I, I love that this movie took a break and was like, hey, we're, we're doing this. We're going for this. I, yeah. yeah. I, I hope that was Burt Reynolds' choice. I hope so, too. I hope so, too. Yeah. I wonder what got changed because I know Burt Reynolds, like, he read this and said it was a terrible script, but then he got the chance to direct, which he always wanted to do. And I wonder how much he did change when he got into the director's chair. I'm going to say that fair amount. I mean, I can't, yeah. I mean, like I said, I mean, there's almost no resemble DNA from the first movie in here. Mm-hmm. So I'm going to just say like, they probably gave Bert like, like a hundred percent creative control. They're like, Hey, if you do the sequel, we'll let you direct. And if you want to kind of change up a little bit, you know, go for it. And that's what it kind of feels like. Like I said, you know, he does a lot of, there's a lot more comedic stuff. He does a lot of like zingy one liners that's in here too. And, Mm-hmm. Um, so it does kind of like I said it doesn't it feels like a completely different movie it doesn't feel like a yeah. sequel to White Lightning at all yeah and I mean he's definitely trying I, I do think I do think that because I, I guess one of the big things about this like big like facts about this movie is that Burt Reynolds went around and asked like a ton of popular directors for like for uh, for what do you call it wisdom um he talked to mel brooks peter bogdanovich but the biggest one orson wells he talked to orson (laughs) wells and orson wells was like the first shot of a movie is the most important shot in the movie and i I think that's a pretty fun little wisdom to get and i think the first shot of this movie is a line of cop cars if i remember correctly yeah yeah uh oh that's they start doing it's the uh the intro with the song playing so Mm -hmm. um there are some like other like like notable faces that are in this movie too. Uh, mm-hmm. Besides the the female lead, uh, Mike Douglas is in this movie. The, really? the governor, not not like not Michael Douglas <laughs> yeah. that everyone's familiar with, but the he's a he was a real he had his own talk show. Like he had, he interviewed a lot of famous people. Like he there's that really famous one where like John Lennon was there for like a week or whatever. Mm-hmm. Um, but he's like the main governor character in this movie. Uh, the guy from uh, one of the, the cowboys from Blazing Saddles is in it. Playing Smiley. What a oh, bit part. Oh, what a creepy character, too. Like, he yeah, just, he's, he smiles the whole time. And then there's like a scene because, you know, Burt Reynolds, they'd say, you know, he was in prison at one point. Mm-hmm. And he starts like caressing Burt Reynolds's chest, and he's just like, yeah, you know. And he says, you know, I heard all them queers just rub <laughs> all over your body, and I'm like, yeah. ugh. And like, he's smiling the whole time, is like yeah. iconic smile. It's such a odd scene. He's coming on the Burt Reynolds, and Burt Reynolds just kind of has to take it because he he's undercover. Oh, speaking of which, one of the weirdest scenes in this movie is um the main the main bad guy the heavy in this movie he you know he's just a horrible horrible dude he has like child prostitutes right which of course oh, Burt yeah. reynolds is very against very against he like the child prostitute offers to have sex with him and he's like no no i'm not gonna do it and then proceeds to beat her and like slap her uh, which i think is funny that our main character he draws the line and he's like i'm morally not right with that but i'll morally beat the crap out of you <laughs> oh i know it's yeah. again like it's just like it's kind of all over all over the place this movie it's like he really <laughs> wanted to make 
a movie that appealed to everybody. It's so he's mm-hmm. just trying to be like, okay, well, there's going to be action. There's going to be comedy. There's going to be like drama. There's going to be blood and guts. <laughs> just like, it's everywhere. Just like, okay. It's like, you really need to just kind of like stick with one style in here. And it just, yeah. yeah, no, it is like that. And it definitely helps with the main villain. He, I, I love the idea that this guy is like, you know, he's a politician. People voted for him and he's like the biggest menace in town. He goes to bars and just like beats the crap out of people. That's it's insane. <laughs> I actually really like that scene. So I actually, Jerry Reed, I thought he actually did a pretty good oh, job great. in this movie. Yeah. yeah he, he, he's the main bad guy, Bama, like you said. And yeah. the scene where he goes into the bar, which by the way, that scene starts because it's like the, the strippers are dancing or whatever. And then like the announcer is like, okay, guys, the strippers got to take a potty <laughs> break right now. I'm like, do they really want to hear about the strippers going to the bathroom? Like, yeah. Anyway. And it's a bit more than that. He kind of talks for a little bit about their five minute break. Yeah. They're like, really. <laughs> uh, but there's like a bouncer there who's drinking a beer and he brings like the beer up to his face to drink it. And then, uh, Jerry Reed just grabs the beer glass and smashes it like right in the guy's face and the guy starts bleeding like crazy and he talks to one of the managers he's like hey I met one of your bouncers I bounced him off the wall just a minute ago <laughs> yeah um, no and then he goes to like another bar and like the people there are just extremely scared of him like one guy like just walks out like he's like oh you want to talk to me can he help me and he's just like nah, i'm out of here and he just runs out of the bar <laughs> yeah he he's he, he plays a good bad guy the only thing i didn't like there's a lot of scenes where it's just like him and burt reynolds just kind of talking and they mm-hmm. those kind of it kind of drags down the movie a little bit in my opinion yeah Kind of the uh, same deal as White Lightning. I feel like maybe it's just a bit too long. It's over. It's almost two hours long. They probably could have cut this one I, down a little bit. Yeah, I think so too. They could have, they could have easily shaved 20 to 30 minutes off of this, I feel like. And mm-hmm. um, and also too, there's long sequences where it's just Burt Reynolds and this girl like talking romantically and, and implying that, you know, they, they had sex and that yeah. type, you know, it, and I think that I think you're supposed to care about their romance more than anything else in the movie. I think that's supposed to be like the big, big draw. Um, the thing I knew right away when I knew that this movie was different than White Lightning is, uh, you know, besides the the boat chases and things like that, but uh, the scene where he meets her for the first time and she's kind of like up on this hill and Burt Reynolds does like the classic like romantic trope where he kind of like. <laughs> does like a double take like huh and then uh-huh. like the camera does like a zoom in with like the la like the uh-huh. music exactly yeah you know cue like some 80s love song it would be it would fit right in like every parody movie does that where the world stops when you see the person you love and uh <laughs> it's very interesting um and then she doesn't come back until a little bit later in the movie too she kind of disappears uh, yeah. fun, fun fact about Lauren Hutton. I guess she just flashed everybody a lot on the set of this movie. Um, mm-hmm. I guess she just asked everybody, hey, how's everybody doing? And then she would flash everybody and be like, how are you feeling now? All you right. know what? What a, what a team player. <laughs> yeah. Th- thanks, Lauren. <laughs> uh, <laughs> but yeah, at the ending of this movie, I, 
I don't know if it wanted to me to be really sad. Did have people cried to this movie? Because <laughs> Burt Reynolds looks really, really sad to leave Lauren Hutton behind because she she gets a big job. She gets she's going off to be a reporter for with Walter Cronkite, and um, or at least she gets introed by Walter Cronkite, and they have to part ways, and it's so sad. Yeah. So it's supposed to supposed to be like oh this romance could have been something but <laughs> just you know and uh it's funny because uh you know he does have his daughter at the beginning of the movie and he even says to her it's like i want you to meet my daughter and she goes i will someday uh-huh. yeah. <laughs> and, and and then it's like oh too bad if they ever made a Gator 3, it would have nothing to do with the other two movies. Oh, I probably wouldn't even mention her ever again. If they oh, yeah. had another one, it'd probably be a completely new cast of characters, and he would just be called Gator. That would be the only thing he shares. And now he's got a 16-year-old son. <laughs> yeah. But yeah, it's, uh, you know, it's a lighthearted movie. Uh, there's there's some other, like, kind of corny jokes, like, and some I was... Uh, like I said, uh, the New York guy, he kind of sticks out like a sore thumb and the guy is like, yeah, I'm going to blend right in. You know, I'm going to, we're going to be undercover. He's like, yep, you'll stick out like a bagel and a bucket of grits. Yeah. Wow. <laughs> Very Southern. And, uh, and um, his- there, what was the other thing too? He said, uh, I forget why he said it, but he said something like, oh, well, I'm not going to do this or whatever. And he said, Oh, if you're from Boston, you don't fart or something like that. <laughs> that's right. Oh, he says, I'm from New York, so I don't drive. And he's like, Oh, oh that's yeah, right. I'm from Boston. I don't fart. And it's like, right. Something <laughs> yeah. like that where it doesn't even make sense. He said, yeah, he says, uh, he said, yeah, if you're from the guy says, if, cause he was saying, you know, there's so much cabs out there. So he said, nobody, he said, yeah, he said, nobody drives in New York. He said, oh, if you're from Boston, then I guess you don't fart, which I guess it's supposed to be like Boston is bean town or something. So. Something like that. But I was like, huh? <laughs> yeah, but that makes him laugh. That makes Irving laugh because he's like, I think I'm beginning to like you. You know, well, he doesn't have a Southern accent. I I can't do an impersonation of him, but uh, uh, very, they have that conversation. That's funny. It's like, oh, gator and bama why can't y'all have real names and reynolds is like oh yeah like irving <laughs> wah, wah. oh yeah and that's the other thing too like uh like the uh the state uh when they bring in irving they even say like oh my god he's a jew <laughs> like, <laughs> like they make like a big thing about him being jewish and like and it's kind of funny like he runs into like another jewish guy like in the hospital and he's just like oh two jews in pain am i right like <laughs> god <laughs> uh yeah you know i i think it was better than white lightning i i mean do you i mean do you feel it's like exactly um, on par or i mean no if you had to pick if i had to pick i'd probably watch gator because gator's at least a funnier movie i get to see the spy espionage part again um i just don't think i really love the movie i don't think it was I didn't either great um i i thought i was i was i was almost a little let down by the whole experience to be quite honest with you um because mm-hmm. when i saw that opening scene with the boat chase and i'm like oh wow like 
you know, that's because, you know, it's right away, you know, it's like, you know, his dad is, you know, got a lot of energy to him and there's Mm -hmm. this boat chase and he's showing a lot more personality than did white lightning. And then just, there's a lot of scenes where it's just kind of like the Paul, the plot just kind of just takes it pumps on the brakes a little bit. Exactly. It it feels like maybe a first director's movie, right? Like you just didn't know quite how to put things together, how it should be. Um, And I mean, we're going to be doing another one of his directed movies soon. So we'll see how he kind of approves. And I know Bert, he talks very highly of directing. He, he said like in an interview that he kind of wished that he went into directing. He just, took so many acting roles in fact um so burt reynolds does a sitcom later in his career um, called evening shade and that series has almost 100 episodes to it oh, wow and burt reynolds actually directed 30 percent of those episodes that's a lot wow that's crazy so um, he did have a passion for directing and he he directed a lot of the of the movies that were like later in his career and i guess it was kind of like I guess that was kind of like the appeal. It's like, hey, if you want me to star in it, I got to direct it too. So, mm-hmm. yeah, yeah, and I know, yeah, he 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 still has a bunch. I think he was directing up movies up to like the two thousands. I want to say, um, so no, good. So good. is 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 Burt Reynolds on his way to becoming one of the greatest directors <laughs> of all time, Nathan? Like Maybe. up there, I will have to see. I don't want to judge too early. Um, almost on Steven Spielberg level, almost getting there. Um, but what'd you give this a recommend though? Um, kind of the same deal as I would white lightning personally, where I would say like only if you really feel like you have to see a Burt Reynolds movie, but there is a nice thing. I would say, I would agree with you. Watch it over white lightning. You actually have to have zero knowledge of white lightning. So you could just pick up Gator. So don't worry about that aspect. You could literally skip White Lightning and nothing would ever change. I mean, they even say, like, they have a throwaway line at the very beginning. It's just like, oh, you mean Gator McCluskey, the, the whiskey runner? And it's like, yep, yeah, okay, that's all you need to know. And, exactly. <laughs> um, I Probably about the same. Um, it's not bad. I mean, if you, get, if you really love Burt Reynolds, you, know, you probably have already seen it. Or if you haven't, I mean, that's, that's, definitely, that's one you probably should watch. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, it's again. I thought it was an improvement, so it was a it was a good watch for me. Good, good. But uh, Nathan, what are we going to be talking about next time? Well, next up is a big one. We're talking about a huge movie. We're talking about Smokey and the Bandit from 1977. I'm really excited to watch this one. That actually is not available on any streaming service. But if you are interested, I'm sure you can rent it. That's how we're going to end up watching this one. Hey, listen. Trust me. Go into your dad's DVD <laughs> collection, VHS collection. I almost guarantee that he's going to have it somewhere. <laughs> be I, my... My stepfather, he has it on DVD. That's where I'm gonna watch it. So nice. You're gonna you're gonna sneak in, steal it, but don't forget your yeah. dog. You have to bring him along. Yeah, I'm just gonna sneak in like a ninja, like you know, when you try to watch those rated R movies when you're a kid, you grab it from your family's <laughs> TV collection and try to watch it real sneakily while they're sleeping. Yes, of course. Or like me, hide under the bed while I watch it. Or um, like you, or your parents force you to watch rated R gory <laughs> movies. <laughs> You're going to enjoy this, you film nerd. Uh, 
But if you want to continue the discussion with us, offer us any suggestions, give us your thoughts and opinions, please email us at over at driveindoublefeaturepodcast at gmail.com. Don't forget to follow us on Twitter as well at DIDFpod. Again, check out our Patreon at patreon.com slash driveindoublefeaturepodcast. But until next time. Till next time. Rock the whiskey. Making that mash, he watches and he looks. Oh, Gator, he knows that swamp like a foot. Something out there moving, Gator, what do you see?